A very warm welcome to Business College Helsinki's Global Week. My name is Kiana Whitaker and I've got Berto Bolanen here as my guest. Berto Bolanen is an inventor. At 15 he invented a simple teaching tool called the Music Clock. Berto is an author with two published books called Future Skills and Future Identities. He's a speaker. Berto has received good feedback on his ability to bring fresh ideas to disruption, evolution of work and education. Bolanen is a futurist. He received a full scholarship to study at the Singularity University at NASA Ames Research Center in Silicon Valley, California. Berto is also a classically trained composer, graduated from the Sibelius Academy. His compositions have been performed in Finland, Hungary, Japan and the USA. In addition, Berto has worked in international projects, including World Symphony for Peace. Welcome, Berto Bolanen. I've got a few questions for you. Uh, what was it like studying at NASA? Um, so I was at NASA Ames Research Center in California. And uh, to be specific, it was not NASA I was studying at, but rather in the facilities of NASA, where they had this Singularity University. It's basically a think tank where they go through the global grand challenges and uh, future technologies. And it's like this American brainwash um, <laughs> about how the world is changing. So obviously very inspiring. And to be able to be in the heart of Silicon Valley and see that these are the people who are really changing the world. These are the people who have a big impact. Um, it was very courage, encouraging experience because I felt like, well, why not me? Like if they are doing, why not me? So very, very important experience in my life. So when you left to study abroad, was the language barrier something that could have keep you studying in Finland and not try to succeed in out of Finland? <laughs> I mean, obviously, um, the language, I mean, the best way to learn a language is to go somewhere where they, they speak the language. And, and, and I, I jumped into cold water <laughs> when I went to California. Obviously, I had talked in English before, but... Um, but it's different when you're in Finland. Um, I think nobody should kind of make that a reason not to go somewhere. I mean, you can't expect to be perfect and only then travel and only then go somewhere. But rather, you will learn when you have to speak the language. You will learn when you, you don't have a choice. So dare to go to new extremes, even though you might be afraid that the language make it difficult. Still go there. <laughs> you wrote two books. What was the writing process like? Um, I think writing in general is the best way to develop your thinking. Because when you talk, um, you get away <laughs> with, with many things. I mean, you can play with your intonation, you can, uh, you can speak imperfect sentences. And, you know, but when you write, you have to really make sense for somebody who you know, reads it for the first time and, and, and you really have to clarify what you're trying to say and, and, and be able to explain it in a way that kind of fits or in a, in a way that, that you want to explain it. So it, it was very, very good experience to kind of challenge myself. And I, I know I will be writing more in the future. So I fell in love with the process and, and I, I encourage everybody to write more. It's so, so important. Uh, what keeps you motivated? I I want to help people and over time it has changed how I help them. When I 
was a composer, I, I made music, I thought that making these songs, these, these musical works, kind of, I can reach certain parts in humans that only music can, can, can reach. But then I kind of went to entrepreneurship circles, startups, and I felt like I want to sell products and services because I know exactly how many units have been sold. And that's kind of a bit more concrete way to know what, what did I do. Um, so it has changed the way how I help or what I do, but in the center is still that I want to do something meaningful, something that people find value in. So making the world a better place, I guess. Uh, what's the story behind your topics in your speeches? Um, often the topics that I talk about are the topics I feel are like urgent or, or topics that we should be talking about. Obviously, it doesn't mean that I'm the best expert in the world about these topics, but rather these are things that I'm curious about, I'm, I'm interested in, and I want to kind of go deeper into what this really is about. Um, it's quite a humbling experience when you think of it. When you go to deliver a keynote, for example, you have an audience, let's say 100 people. Um, if you have their undivided attention for an hour, that's quite an opportunity because you can really deliver something, you can really change the way people think or see the world. So you want to use that time wisely. And it's humbling because, you know, you have given this opportunity. So I want to make sure that whatever I'm talking about, it's urgent, it's important, it's worth their time. You invented the music clock. Now, how did you come up with the idea? I I was struggling with music theory when I was a kid, and I think quite many are. <laughs> it's 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 a subject nobody or quite few people like. Um, so when I was 15, I, 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 I felt like it can't be so difficult, it can't be so complex, like there, there has to be a way to make it easier. And as a naive teenager, you know, I thought, <laughs> well, I'm going to reinvent music then, um, just like that. Um, probably if I was older, if I was wiser, I wouldn't have even tried because, come on, who invents music again? Um, but as a 15-year-old, you, you try. And I ended up coming up with this music, like this invention that helped me and later helped many other people. So I think the lesson here is that um, it's a good thing to be, in a good way, unrealistic, a bit naive, because that kind of makes you try things. So if you if you don't think you're going to succeed, then you won't even try. And I think you need to believe in yourself, even though it might be a bit uh, too much. Uh, what kind of future goals do you have? Um, I... I know the direction I want to go to. I want to continue talking, speaking, writing, um, but I haven't made too strict goals so that I don't come uh, kind of uh, in a wrong way. I don't kind of get hooked around them. Like it's good to know what you want to do, but there needs to be some freedom, some availability, so that if something happens in the world, I can kind of jump on it. I can um, react to it. So I know that future science, technology, art, these are the things that drive me, these are the things that I want to do, but the way how I do them uh, might change. But around those topics. Yeah. Um, what kind of thoughts do you have upon the school system and what would you improve? This is a big question um, <laughs> to answer briefly, but there are a lot of good things, obviously. Um, 
So I don't say that we should like explore the system as a whole. No, there, there are many wonderful things about it. But we have to be careful that we don't get too comfortable. In Finland, um, we are doing well. I mean, if you look at international um, indexes and, and, and so so we have a good system. But the thing is, when you have a lot to lose, um, when you are very good, you become very careful. You you don't want to try and experiment too much. You don't want to take risk because there's so much to lose. So even though we're doing well, or even though things are fairly okay, um, we should continue the work. And it's another question to ask, like, how do we educate? How do we teach? Because now we have obviously a lot of new possibilities that we might have not taken full benefit from, or we haven't. Um, kind of, we, we, we could use a lot of more technology. Um, we could use a lot more um, new opp opportunities. But in, at the same time, we need to know what really works, what not. So um, everything shiny and everything digital is not... <laughs> worth doing just because it's new and, and, and cool. So we have to be careful. I think education is one of those things that quite many people are so passionate about. Uh, so it sparks discussion. Um, but all, overall, I, I, I said that we need to remember education is not all. Like we learn outside of our schools as well. So don't mistake you know, your education to your learning. So even though it's not being taught at school, it doesn't mean that you should learn it. So Learning is 24-7, not only at, at school. Uh, what is your average day like? It's very different, I have to say, because I'm, I'm a geek worker, basically. I, my everyday is, like, everyday is different for me. Um, and I like that. I, it, it works for my kind of personality. Um, but I travel a lot in Finland, in, 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 in other places as well. Um, and I give speeches, I give workshops, I write, I work on the train, I work on the cafes. Um, and, and, and some people might not like that because you're always on the go. But for me, it keeps me ener energetic. And, and, and I like the like, um, changes day to day. Yeah. Uh, could, you, could you tell students one golden tip for motivation? Golden tip? Um, well, the worst thing that can happen is not failure. Oftentimes people think that is. Um, but no, the worst thing is not failure, but rather the worst thing, what we should be really afraid of, is succeeding in the wrong things. Because that's much worse. You know, if we one day we, we tap each other on the back, we say, oh, we were so successful, oh, we achieved this and that, and we noticed it was for nothing. Like, it was, it was not worth it. Like, we used a lot of time there was something different that we should have been doing, something much more important. That's the worst thing. So don't be afraid of kind of mistakes, but rather regret. That's much worse. So try to succeed in the right things in life. Um, what do you enjoy to do on your free time? I'm a bit weird in a way that for one way for me to relax is to study something. I mean, I get to kind of forget everything else. I, I kind of lose the track of time when I'm reading about black holes or game theory or how to grow roses <laughs> in the Netherlands. Like this is something I, I like to do. It, it's not kind of, it doesn't help me at work. It's not related to my work in any way, but, um, but it's better than Netflix. <laughs> I mean, I used, I, I, of course I watch Netflix too, but um, 
I mean, I'm I'm curious person, so I I I think that when I get to learn more, that's when I get to be myself. So I try to learn. Thank you, Bert Brennan, for coming to Business College Helsinki's Global Week. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm.